Welcome to another episode of Reformation Roundtable. My name is Joe Stout, and Reformation Roundtable is a ministry of Christ Covenant Church in Centralia, Washington. In today's episode, we have something entirely different than we've ever had before. As we were working towards launching Christ Covenant Church, we had several families that joined us on again and off again, some of whom became members and some of whom did not. One of those families that had joined us um, intermittently throughout the uh, the lead up to us launching was the Swecker family. Dan and Debbie Swecker were a tremendous encouragement, not just to the launch of Christ Covenant Church, but to many people within our church in a very significant way. So it was with deep sorrow that we had to say goodbye to Dan, who passed away and went on to be with the Lord on September 1st. After he passed away, his wife, Debbie, reached out to me and, a, um, and a, another pastor in the Lewis County area and asked us if, we, if the two of us wouldn't take care of leading the officiating of Dan's funeral, of his memorial service. And so I had the privilege, the honor, to give the gospel message during this memorial. And I happened to have my phone recording the audio in the pocket of my jacket while I was speaking. And I asked Debbie afterwards if she would be okay with me sharing that gospel message here on the Reformation Roundtable podcast. So the following audio is from Dan Swecker's memorial service, and it is the gospel message that was preached on that day. Good afternoon. My name is Joe Stout, and I'm the elder at Christ Covenant Church, and I had the privilege of knowing Dan for over 20 years. When we gather together for an occasion such as this, there's a lot going on. We are all experiencing a complicated mixture of joy and sorrow, of gathering and of loss, of beginnings and of endings. It's like a sunrise and a sunset and rain clouds and sunshine all mixed into one. But one thing you won't find here today is despair. Our sorrow at having to say goodbye to a wise and gracious man like Dan is overshadowed by our overwhelming joy that he has gone on to his reward. While we are the ones who have lost both Dan and all of those covenant bonds that tied us to him, our Father in heaven has gathered another one of his saints into his eternal rest. While we have lost, our Father has gathered. We don't despair, though. No, we don't despair because we have hope. We have this hope, and Dan lived and died with this hope, because the Son of God, the God of all comfort and of all hope, came to us and became one of us. He came as a little helpless baby, a a tiny zygote formed by the Holy Spirit in his blessed mother's womb, who grew and matured into a full-term infant and was delivered in the darkness of a barnyard stall. This baby, Jesus, grew into the man among all men. 
He was the dragon slayer, prophesied at the beginning of the world. In this prophecy, Adam and Eve are facing death for their disobedience before God. And yet, and yet, we're promised that one day, God would send a savior who would crush the head of the serpent, of this dragon called Satan. Jesus, the dragon slayer, lived a perfect life, never once sinning. He devoted his life to doing the work his father sent him to do. Healing the sick, giving sight to the blind, raising the dead, and declaring the way, the truth, and the life of salvation. For these good works, he was betrayed by his own people. He was murdered by a tyrannical governor who hung him on a cross. And as his disciples watched Jesus, their hope personified slowly suffocate on that cross, they despaired and they thought all hope was lost. But Jesus, Jesus set the pattern for all of Christendom. His death on the cross became, began a model that the kingdom of God still follows to this day. And that model is victory, cleverly disguised as defeat. As Jesus hung on the cross, his enemies thought that they had defeated him. Even the prince of darkness, grim and cunning as he was, failed to recognize the cosmic implications that took place when the Son of God was pierced for our transgressions, when he was bruised for our iniquities, and when he was punished so that by his stripes we might be healed and have peace with God. And we can have peace. We can have peace with God because Jesus Christ didn't stay dead. While Jesus really did die and really was punished for every sin of every one of his people, on that glorious Easter morning 2,000 years ago, the sting and the ultimate power of death was forever cast down. Jesus Christ, dead and buried on Friday, rose again to glory on Sunday, the Lord's Day, and the world has never been the same. Following his resurrection, Jesus gave his disciples instructions to go into all the world and tell everyone with ears to see, hear and eyes to see that the King has come and is risen indeed. He commanded us, to go unto all nations and preach the good news that any and all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. This was the hope that Dan Swecker lived and died for. This is the hope that Dan's wife Debbie and his children and grandchildren can look to and cling to in faith. And this is the hope offered unto you today. King David tells us in Psalm 32, he says, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. This was the life that Dan lived, a life in which his sins were covered by the blood of Christ, and every transgression he had ever committed was forgiven. King David goes on in Psalm 32 and tells us, I acknowledge my sin to you, in my iniquity I have not hidden. 
I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. For this cause, everyone who is godly shall pray to you in a time when you may be found. Friend, this hope that defined Dan's life existed because he acknowledged his sin to Christ and did not attempt to hide his iniquity from the God who sees all. His confession was made in a time when God could be found in this life. Listen to the good news. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day to confess your own sins to Christ. And though they be as scarlet, today is the day to trust his promise to make them as white as snow. And when you do this, when you confess those sins to God... You too can claim the promise of Psalm 32 in which the believer can say to God in faith, you are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from all trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. Christ was the hiding place for Dan Swecker. Christ preserved Dan from trouble and it is Christ who is now surrounding him in glory with songs of deliverance. I want to introduce you to two expressions you may or may not have heard regarding Christ's church. The church militant and the church triumphant. The first one, the church militant, are those of us who belong to Christ, who have called upon him while he may be found, and are still alive on earth engaged in battle for his kingdom. To the second, the church triumphant, Belong every saint who has died in faith and gone on to be with Jesus in paradise and joined that great cloud of witnesses. So while those of us in the church militant, those of us here today, have lost one of our great warriors for the church, the church triumphant has added another victor to their ranks. Dan has joined that great cloud of witnesses that is cheering us on as we seek to bring the kingdom of Christ into its triumphant climax here on earth as it already is in heaven. Dan really is cheering the rest of us on right now, even as we mourn his passing. I also want you all to know that as a Christian, part of Dan's hope in this life was that immediately following his death, he would be found in the glorious presence of Christ. This is true solace indeed for all of us living in a world in which there are countless dangers and diseases, any one of which could snatch us at any time and in any place. Every heartbeat, every breath, and every thought you've had today are an undeserved gift from your Creator. And while our immediate hope is that apart from this body, we will go to be with the Lord, our eternal and our final hope is that one day our bodies and all of creation and even this earth will become like Jesus, glorified in resurrection. resurrection. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet he shall live. 
And, if, and everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. After saying these astounding words, Jesus asked his listeners this question. Do you believe this? That is the question I will leave you with today. Do you believe the words of Christ? Have you placed your eternal hope in his finished work on the cross? Have you answered his call when he said, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. In 1792, a man by the name of Joseph Swain wrote a hymn called Come Ye Souls by Sin Afflicted. And I would like to close with the last stanza of this hymn, which poetically causes us to look to the rest that the cross supplies. Sweet as home to pilgrims weary, light to newly opened eyes, or full springs in deserts dreary, is the rest the cross supplies. All who taste it shall to rest immortal rise. The promise that belonged to Dan Swecker can belong to all who turn to Christ for their rest, for whoever puts their hope in him will not be put to shame. Will you pray with me? O God, who by the glorious resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, destroyed death and brought life and immortality to light, grant that your servant Dan, being raised with Christ, may know the strength of his presence and rejoice in his eternal glory. And may we, your servants, seek you while you yet may be found. We ask this in the name of Jesus, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen.